Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Tuesday, March 15th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. Got two great first four matchups to take a look at in the NCAA tournament. Also got some NIT action happening today. So a lot of great games to take a look at for this card. But before we jump into that, heading over to Odds Jam to take a look at how conference tournaments finished out. Um, we end up winning on Sunday. Yale comes up victorious for us in that game. Um, Saturday was pretty good to us as well. So um, finished out the, the week strong in college basketball after a little bit of a weak start we actually break even on all of last week's picks so um, if you haven't already checked out odds jam head over there they got some great sports betting tools up there arbitrage positive ev a lot of different tools to calculate the best possible outcomes and most importantly you know they got this free bet tracking software that's great for tracking your bets we got the the only pick for monday here we got this nba parlay still yet to go but um, make sure you're tracking all of your tournament bets on odds jam this week um, and let's jump right into the show starting off with a first four matchup texas a&m corpus christi taking on texas southern corpus christi comes into this game 23 and 11 on the season texas southern is 18 and 12 and you know corpus christi definitely not the best team in the world i mean 243 in kim palm 321 in the hot to bet rankings texas southern 118 in kim palm 204 in the hot to bet rankings and you know these are these are two 16 seeds for a reason but both of them finished out their regular seasons very very strong corpus christi you know regular season ended up going four and one obviously looked very very solid in that conference tournament texas southern also finished out their regular season four and one um so you know two two very strong teams at the end of the year which is you know what you're going to see from a lot of these smaller conference teams in the tournament um, before Corpus Christi, the only tournament team that they actually had on their schedule this season was a game against Notre Dame, a game that they ultimately lost by 10 points, but um, they by no means, you know, looked terrible in that game. Obviously, Texas Southern had that huge win over Florida earlier in the year, but outside of that Florida win, Texas Southern's best next win or next best win was against Alcorn State in the conference tournament, um, you know, 268 um, in Ken Palm at the moment. So Texas Southern is, well, neither one of these teams has as great wins because they didn't play a whole lot of great teams but one area for texas southern um that hasn't been great this season is shooting the basketball john walker the third leads them in scoring with only 9.9 points per game um no one for texas southern is scoring double digits jordan carl nichols also dropping 9.2 points per game for texas southern and overall as a team a 48.7 effective field goal percentage 31.6 percent from me on the arc and 67.1 percent from the free throw line now i'm not saying it gets a whole lot better for corpus christi but they got a couple of playmakers at least um isaac mishlaw leads them with 13.5 points per game trevin tinson also dropping 11.8 points per game and it's it's a fairly similar shooting line um a 47.3 effective field goal percentage 31.6 percent from beyond the arc but Corpus Christi has done a good job shooting their free throws and 75% from the free throw line, which I think could be huge in, in not only this game, but you know, in, in tournament games to come, you want teams that can shoot their free throws. Certainly both these teams though, have struggled on the offensive side of things this year. Corpus Christi 287 and Kim Palm's adjusted offensive efficiency. Texas Southern is 270th um, on the defensive side of the ball. Texas Southern does get the slight edge 107 on defense. Corpus Christi though, is still a strong defensive team. 181st, on the defensive side of the ball and it is you know the stronger defenses for both of these teams that you got to look at i mean texas southern shot defense has been very very good this year holding their opponents to a 44.9 effective field goal percentage 29.6 percent 
from beyond the arc corpus christi a little bit worse off but not by a huge margin only allowing a 49.1 effective field goal percentage and 31.5 percent from beyond the arc and you know shooting wise and, and shot defense wise it's hard to put a whole lot of weight in either one of these teams you know just based on the conferences they play on granted two similar conferences for sure um, one thing corpus christi has done a great job on the defensive side of the ball is forcing turnovers they're forcing a 22.7 turnover percentage on the season the 18th best team in the country in that category texas southern on the other hand forcing a 17.4 turnover percentage 235th in the country in that category and when it comes right down to this game i think it's hard to to consider either one of these teams you know leaps and bounds better than the other one I, that's just not the case they're two very very similar teams um, but i give the edge to corpus christi in this game even though um they've certainly had their struggles i mean both these teams have they've just been red hot coming into this one they really turned their season around um, and have looked very very solid not to say texas southern hasn't because you know they have similar records around the stretch of the season um, but i really think texas southern in this game is going to struggle to pull away late in this game i think that corpus christi free throw shooting could be a huge potential potential um you know problem for texas southern late in this one and i think corpus christi at least keeps this one close so so looking over to odds jam for the bets for this game texas a&m corpus christi looks like most books got it listed about three and a half um at the moment you can get a little bit better juice at three or, or a little worse at four but we're gonna go ahead head lay the minus 108 here um and take them at plus three and a half now for the second game on the card, a quick detour from the first four games. Going over to the NIT, we got Belmont taking on Vanderbilt. Belmont 25 and seven on the season. Vanderbilt is 17 and 16. Both these teams very strong to finish the season. Um, Belmont 82nd in Kim Palm, 83rd in the Hot Tibet rankings. Vanderbilt 65th in Kim Palm, 77th in the Hot Tibet rankings. And this is a Belmont team that impressed the hell out of me this season. You know, very very solid in the Ohio Valley this year. They finished with a, a conference record of 15 and 3 their only conference losses the entire season coming against Moorhead State and Murray State even when you include that that conference game or conference tournament game against Moorhead State you know those are the only two teams in the Ohio Valley that they even lost to Vanderbilt while they play and don't get me wrong a much tougher conference in the SEC wasn't great in conference play seven and 11 record i mean well under 500 for this team and they certainly struggled against their better opponents this season really what it comes down to for vanderbilt is how well is scotty pippen jr playing i mean he is he's you know really the glue that holds this vanderbilt team together leads them with 20.2 points per game jordan Wright behind him with 12.2 points per game but overall vanderbilt hasn't been the greatest shooting team this season only a 50.3 effective field goal percentage pretty solid from three hitting 34.1%, but um, only 69.3% from the free throw line. And they're going to be going up against a Belmont team that can absolutely shoot the ball. Ben Shepard leads this Belmont team with 16.4 points per game. Nick Mazuski is also dropping 15.9 points per game. And overall, they've been a very, very good team shooting the basketball. A 55.8 effective field goal percentage, 32.7% from beyond the arc. Um, and they're better on the free throw line as well, hitting 73.3%. Um, and offensively, Belmont has a, a pretty solid edge here according to ken palm's efficiency ratings 74th adjusted offensive efficiency for belmont vanderbilt is 103 vanderbilt though big edge on the defensive side of the ball 36 on defense um belmont is 92nd but that doesn't mean belmont's been a bad team by any means on the defensive side of the ball i mean their shot defense has been fairly solid this season holding their opponents to a 49.4 effective field goal percentage as well as 34.3 percent from beyond the arc um their, their perimeter defense is, is definitely a little lacking but 
Vanderbilt isn't crazy better, you know, um, holding their opponents to a 48.1 effective field goal percentage. Three has been better, um, holding teams to a 30% um, percent three percentage. But um, Belmont is offensively strong, Vanderbilt defensively strong, and I think it's a very, very good matchup for this one. Vanderbilt is at home in this game. You know, that's definitely something to note for these NIT games. We're not all neutral site games um, for, for some of these tournaments at the moment, um, but Belmont on the road. I think they keep this game close. I think Vanderbilt's really going to struggle um, to pull away in this game. Looking over here at the odds for this one on Odds Jam, scrolling down here, um, got Belmont looking like plus four, um, or you can take the plus three and a half. I think we're going to go ahead and take the plus four here um, at minus one hundred nine, um, taking the the little bit more of the value um, on that line. And back to the first four for Indiana taking on Wyoming. Indiana is 20 and 13 on the year. Wyoming is 25 and 8. And, you know, Indiana has been a solid team as of late. 36th in Kim Palm, 30th in the hot tibet rankings. Wyoming 58 in Kim Palm, 110 in the hot tibet rankings. Um, and I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be on Indiana in this game. And in from, you know, watching tournament breakdowns and in what people think, um, there's a lot of people who are very high on Indiana after how they looked in the Big Ten tournament. But I have a hard time buying completely into this Indiana team. You know, it was a team that definitely struggled down the stretch of the season, finishing with a two and seven record um, in their last nine games. And in Wyoming, while they certainly had struggles as well in Mountain West play, they overall, you know, were a very, very solid team. Um, and, and quite honestly, they got lucky to, to hold on and, and keep into the onto the bubble in this one. Um, but I think they're they're just a very, very good shooting team. A 13 and five record for this Wyoming team. Um, you know, they are entering this one following that loss to Boise State but Wyoming's got a couple of very very good shot scores Graham Ike leads them with 19.6 points per game Hunter Maladon also dropping 18.4 points per game and you know overall this Wyoming team um, has been super super solid shooting the basketball a 52.4 effective field goal percentage 33% from beyond the arc and a 72.4 um, free throw percentage Indiana, on the other hand, not a horrible shooting team by any means. I mean, Trace Jackson Davis is obviously a stud, 18.1 points per game for him, but um, he's certainly the, the the leader in the clubhouse for this team. You know, Xavier Johnson behind him with 12.3 points per game, and overall, they just haven't done quite as well of a job shooting the basketball this season, a 51.3 effective field goal percentage. They are actually a little bit better from three in 33.9%, but only 69.9% of their free throws, which, um, again, I, I've harped on this a couple times, but you got to love those free throws when it comes to tournament basketball and on the offensive side of the wall wyoming has the strong advantage in this game 54th and then kim palms adjusted offensive efficiency indiana 91st on the offensive side um indiana is very very good on defense though and, and that's where they're gonna have to shine in this game to, to come out victorious um, but wyoming's not bad on defense 66th um on the defensive side of the ball and you know while indiana is great on defense like I said, Wyoming's pretty solid as well. Their shot defense, especially for Wyoming, has been good this season, holding their opponents to a 57.2 effective field goal percentage, um, as well as 30.3% from the on the arc. Um, Indiana, a little bit better overall, holding their opponents to a 45.7 effective field goal percentage, but the perimeter defense has been a, bit, a little bit worse off than what Wyoming has done this season. And quite honestly, I'm kind of just fading Indiana. Is it the smartest decision in the world? Maybe not because they look very, very hot in the Big Ten tournament, but they were very underwhelming down the stretch of the season. Sure, you can make the argument, you know, Big Ten competition going to be harder than this Wyoming game, but um, I think that's a lazy take. And this Wyoming team 
is not a bad team at all. Offensively, very, very strong. Defensively strong as well. Um, and I think Indiana, you know, after the hype they had in the Big Ten tournament, is going to have a little bit coming back to earth in this one. Um, offensively, Wyoming, just a much, much stronger team in this game. And, and I think they're able to keep it close because of that. Looking over to the odds for this game, though, um, scrolling down here, looking like Wyoming plus four um, is pretty much the best bet at everywhere. So um, we'll go ahead and lock that in. Um, Wyoming plus four minus 110 for that game. And that wraps it up for Tuesday's college basketball show. Now we're going to have all sorts of college basketball stuff happening on the channel this week. If you missed Sunday night's live stream of the bracket breakdown, we, we were live for like three hours and, and 40 minutes going over the bracket and then me just answering questions for like two hours. It's an absolute blast. Um, hopefully we'll have some more live streams this week. I'm, I'm planning to do a couple of those. But if you want to see more picks for everything happening for today, head over to hot2best.com. Take a look at the computer model picks up on the website, um, as well as NBA, NHL. Got the UFC card happening this weekend. If, if you're interested in, in anything other than college basketball, don't know why you really would be this week, though. But um, it's there if you want to bet it, at least early in the week here. Also, follow the Hot Tibbets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything happening on over there, as well as follow my personal accounts at Hot Tibbets Chris on Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss out on any of the content I'm putting out here for March Madness. And last but definitely not least, if you are watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Tuesday's college basketball card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.